We are good to go now though. Hello, lovely ladies, my butterflies, all of you who are transformation are in the midst of transformation and transformers in progress, should I say. It is me, Coach V, and welcome to my Freedom Reigns podcast. When I say Freedom Reigns, it is all about helping my marriage-minded Christian women be free from religion and rules in order to date wisely and win at love. Freedom reigns because I love when, uh, what is it, 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, right? So we already have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us. Therefore, we should be comfortable and confident with how we proceed with many different things, even when it comes to dating, all right? Especially when it comes to dating. I want you to win at love and I don't want anything getting in your way. As the self-proclaimed new love strategist, I help single frustrated women renew their hearts, preparing them, as I always say, with the intentional dating skills. It's one thing to date. It's one thing to have dating skills. But if you're serious about winning at love and settling down with a good man and marrying like an amazing man, then you have to have intentional dating skills that are necessary to win at kingdom love. There are four things that I teach when it comes to intentional dating skills, but other ladies pay for that, all right? You only get that if you're inside of New Heart Academy. But I'm talking about kingdom love. I want you to win when there's God's love, self-love, and real love that is evident inside of that relationship, okay? I'm a life dating and relationship coach. I'm also an online dating consultant with New Thing Life Coaching, where I help you with inner healing via my special H4 approach that consists of unpacking so that you can date successfully and so that you can build a new love language the way that many of you have been doing love. It has not been working for you. It has not been beneficial. That is why, again, I work with those who are single and frustrated because you're frustrated because things just have not been going quite the way that you want it to go. So very quickly, new news. Let me just say, um, currently, of course, the only thing that's really going on is N2LC. That is the new love language community. Each month, there is a course that will help you become the woman that the man you're praying for is looking for. That program is all about transformation okay so again it's month to month you can stay in you know of course there's like a monthly fee that you pay there's always going to be a course there's discounts there's merchandise um february is going to help you with as i always say h-i-s-a the hisa and what that is pretty much is just high intensity self-awareness that course is going to help you confidently answer the question, who am I? Because a lot of you do not know who you are and you are out here trying to date and connect and make decisions and purpose and all this other different stuff and you don't even know who you are and it's why you are struggling. So that course is going to help you with that. And then of course, March will be here before you know it because we are already more than halfway through February. And March's course is called A Walk to Remember. And I love that because one of the things that I do via my H4 approach is I always go back to household. There are a lot of things from your household that are affecting you that you don't even realize. So what that course is going to do, we are going to examine your inner child to see, you know, what parts of her still needs to, you know, either grow or die, while it's also going to help you be a better mother to your current or future children. Um, majority of my clients are single moms, okay? And I know that a lot of you also, like, you're cool with marrying 
playing a man who also has children and there's so much to learn about childhood in general and there's so much that has to be discussed about blended families the roles that we have as mothers you know what the bible says about parenting you know i want to talk about untreated trauma you know a lot of your memories and how things are also affecting you even now when it comes to your love life so we are going there next month and just for signing up you're also going to get a we will win necklace like i said you get a product shipped to you every single month as long as you stay enrolled in the program so we have been in this series here in this podcast for about a month actually over a month now and i believe that this is going to be the last episode um unless there ends up you know being more questions or whatever that ends up coming in or unless you know i end up seeing something that i just absolutely have to speak on or explain myself I've said before, I'm not your average coach, okay? I do not go based on opinions, but I go based on facts. I also go based on Bible, right? Like this is where Christianity and culture collide. I have done so many different things over the past several years, again, posts, tweets, videos, whatever, that I know have had some ladies scratching their heads in confusion. And for some of you, it's been simply downright disagreeing with me. And that's cool. Like you can disagree with whatever. That's fine. I always say I am here to open your mind. I am not here to change it. Those who are willing to open their minds, those are the ones who are getting results at the end of the day. Those are the ones who are in, you know, healthy relationships and engagements and marriages. So let those who have ears to hear, hear. I've also given this disclaimer on numerous occasions that I am a dating coach, yes, but I am still Christian, all right? I'm also an online dating consultant. Like, people gasp when I say that. It's like, what? Like, the fact that I am helping Christian women date and I'm even recommending apps, it's like, oh, my SARS. Like, yes, I do all of those things. Some of you, you're okay with online dating. You've given it a try. Maybe you hated it or you, you know, you met one bad man. You had one bad experience. You know, maybe you didn't get the outcome that you wanted. You felt like a lot of the men were just playing games, inconsistent, whatever. And then some of you are fearful, you know, for safety reasons. Some of you demonize it. Some of you, it's just a matter of, well, how is that showing faith? How is that showing that you're waiting on God when even though there's nowhere in the Bible that says that you're supposed to wait on God for a spouse at all? So a lot of you have different opinions when it comes to online dating. You've heard the success and the horror stories, but it doesn't seem to go well for you. And my response is always what? Online dating works well for those who know how to work it. I will say that time and time again, online dating works well for those who know how to work it. So of course, as this title, as this episode series or this series is aptly named coach v explain yourself you already know i am of course i will explain myself because here's what i do know i know that studies show that it is still online dating it is still the most popular way to meet someone romantically speaking the uh, the percentage that is actually um out there as far as you know what percent of couples meet online it's anywhere from 22 to 39%. Now, that seems like a, a bit of a wide range, I know, but here's the thing. Some numbers are based solely on dating apps, while the majority just kind of start online in general. Like, so there are a lot that, you know, so some of these studies, they include, you know, social media, you know, someone slid in the DMs or whatever else, and that's why it gets up to 39%. So 22 to 39%, and let it be known that online dating is the most popular 
It is at the top as far as how couples have been meeting over the past couple of years. As in other options and other means of actually meeting someone, they all had lower numbers. Like church, um, meeting someone through a family or friend, uh, meeting someone at work, you know, uh, school, you know, via school, college, whatever, uh, maybe going to a restaurant, a, a club, a bar, whatever. Those things, those numbers, they all paled in comparison based on actually meeting someone on, and I mean meeting someone as in your partner, like long-term relationship and or marriage is what I'm talking about. 60% of people have reported positive experiences in general when it comes to online dating. 30% of adults in the United States alone have given online dating a go. And those numbers have been increasing drastically because again, we're, we're progressing. Times are changing. You know, it's also pandemic. Some people still are not comfortable going out. The amount of online dating that took place in 2020, it was astronomical. Like people were signing up in droves, you know, um, as far as like dating apps and everything is concerned. So Let's also put it out there. Not everyone is looking to have sex, okay? Like, I know some people are like, oh, it's just, it's just a lot of perverts and everyone is just wanting to hook up and whatever. That is not true. Stop spreading false information if you don't know what you're talking about. Especially since, again, that that is... That's inaccurate. That is highly inaccurate. If you had one person or even two or even three people that tried to have sex with you online, you can't demonize the whole you know, the whole sector, you can't say that the whole thing is just a bunch of perverts if other people are having better luck with it, okay? A lot of times we talk about what's going on as far as these apps. We need to be more concerned with some of these deacons, some of these people in the church, some of these men that are at our jobs and everything else. Hello, like, so let's not make it like, oh, you know, online dating is all about hooking up because that is not true. It's actually showing why people are using online dating apps. I've told y'all before, dating means something different to everybody. We all have, you know, there are casual daters, there are exclusive daters, there are those who are dating for the sake of being in a relationship. There are those who are looking to date nothing serious, whether that does or does not include sex. There are some who are actively seeking a relationship. There are some who are, you know, saying, hey, I'm ready to settle down, like I'm ready to get married. So everyone is different as to why they're on there. 61% of uh, people on online dating apps say that they went on there to meet someone that shares their common interest. So like for a lot of you, of course, that's something good to keep in mind, even if you're like, oh, well, I'm not really sure if I can, you know, trust someone or how that would go as far as, you know, taking someone serious. A lot of people, especially during the pandemic, were like, okay, you know what, just to even find someone who likes what I like, someone who likes to travel, someone who likes jazz shows, someone who, you know, wants to like I said, you know, travel or go to comedy shows, trying different restaurants in the area. So 61%, they use it just to meet someone that shares their common interest. 44% use the app to meet someone who shares their values and beliefs. I found that to be very interesting because y'all already know when I talk about core values, and when I talk about core three in general, but the second one being core values, you have to date and be with someone who shares your values. And a lot of us, we we always look at compatibility and think it's about being compatible in certain ways. Compatibility is so surface level, like it's ridiculous. You should maybe want to be compatible with your best friend, okay? Like that's that's where compatibility can stop. That is not a prerequisite or a pre-existing condition that needs to be in place when it comes to love and a relationship. What matters is you finding someone who shares what you value. 
And we went deep inside of that in this month's course in N2L. Like I want you to be clear on your values because you need to date someone who shares those same things. So a lot of people on the apps, they're looking for someone who shares their values and beliefs. We talk about core beliefs in the course as well. 42% of people on online dating apps are there because they are looking for someone to marry, all right? 26% of users, they just wanna meet someone just to have non-committal fun. Whether it is casual dating, whether it is casual sex. Again, they're just saying, hey, I'm looking to casually date, nothing serious. Again, it doesn't always point back to sex, but yes, for some of them, it has to do with sex. And then 21% of those online, on dating apps, they're looking to meet someone just because they have a challenging schedule. It's like, hey, I want to meet someone, but, you know, work demands and just the things that I do and I don't really get to go out much or I'm a homebody or whatever else. So I'm using a dating app to meet someone. So the numbers are there to show why people are actually refer um, resorting to dating apps. But I really want you to focus on that third percentage I gave, 42% of daters use an online dating app because they want to meet their spouse. Meaning they're actually taking this whole process seriously. And let me add this, okay, before I really go in deep into everything that I wanna talk about in this episode, <laughs> stop asking me what site I recommend. That seems to be everyone's favorite question. What, what, what site do you recommend? Because if you're not gonna do the work, it doesn't matter, one. And two, there are going to be gems and there are going to be dust bunnies on all the sites. Like there are going to be plenty of MVPs on some of those sites. And then some of them, you're just going to meet those little, the no good little dusties that you, it doesn't matter if it's POF, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, Facebook, Dating, Christian, Mingle, Match, eHarmony, OkCupid, Badu. Like I have heard good and bad about them all. I've heard horror stories about them all. I know that couples have formed from them all. I know that some people have gotten married. I know of many things. So some sites do have reputations um, of being, you know, for hookups. But a lot of the crazy things that while a lot of those sites actually have a reputation for being a hookup site is that some of the people that are on those sites don't even know that that site has that reputation. So that goes to show that there are innocent people who are on those sites who are genuinely looking for love or dating or marriage or whatever else. Online dating works, but you have to know how to work it. And I know it's like, but how, how does it work? And it just takes the fun or that's just so non blah, 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 blah. And that just seems like it's going this way. And it's, is that really what God intends for us to do? I mean, well, back in the Bible, God also didn't intend for us to be on social media. And here we are. I'm sure, you know, they didn't really know. Well, I'm sure God knew everything, but did we really know that the Bible was ever going to be, you know, translated into digital form? Like things are always evolving and changing. So it's about being willing to evolve and change with it. Um, as far as how does it work? Again, look at the numbers that I just gave. Statistics do not lie. And surely, you know, someone who is, well, most of us know someone who has done online dating and they had a success story from it. Even if not, the number of downloads and users are telling in and of itself. Like that many people aren't on something that doesn't work. They're not all just hopping on a bandwagon, you know, for something that is not going to be producing any type of results at all. Like the one thing that I love about Hinge is that it markets itself as, you know, the app that is meant to be deleted because like they're serious, like they, they do things a little bit differently on Hinge where it's like, you know, you know, you have to like match with someone before you can even, 
you know, uh, be able to send them like a message or whatever else. Like a lot of apps, they have it where it's like, no, we really went through a certain process to ensure that people are, you know, taking it seriously and not being harassed. And we want people to download, meet, and then get off. We want them off the app because obviously that is going to be better off for us. So a lot of those things are working. There are success stories. I can share my own. I've actually done online dating, <clears throat> excuse me, for a while. Um, I've tried it a couple of different times. And again, I'm also someone, and I'm going to talk about, you know, patience and other things later. You got to learn how to take the good with the bad. You got to be truthful with yourself about who you are, where you stand, what you're looking for. You definitely need to be in a good place, you know, healed, self-esteem, all that other good stuff. Um, but I have no regrets about any of the times that I've tried. And I've actually tried the my most the site that I would try the most the several times that I've done it is actually one of the sites that does not have the best reputation, if I'm going to be completely honest. But I didn't really care. I was like, you know what, after a while, it became like social media to me. It was entertaining. It was nothing for me to scroll on and have conversations. And, you know, my sister would tease me all the time. It's like every time you look, I was always on you know, a date with someone. And even if it was, you know, it, it didn't go anywhere. It was cool. It was for laughs. I had a good time. I was having a dating life and I met some amazing men, some that I'm still friends with, even if it did not work out romantically speaking. And some, even if it did work out romantically, you know, temporarily, but you know, maybe it just, you know, just, it kind of stopped there for whatever reason. And of course that's fine, but there are many success stories, okay? So be willing to give it a shot, you know, if it's something that you've been at least thinking about doing, because I'm not here to convince you and say, absolutely do it. You can't say it doesn't work or that it's wrong or a waste of time or it's demonic just because you didn't have good luck with it. Because I said it works for those who know how to work it. And we're going to get to that part. I said it works for those who know how to work it. Now, I know for some of you, it's like, okay, well, but what's wrong with wanting to meet a man the traditional way? Nothing. Who said that there was a problem with wanting to meet man the traditional way? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But here's my question. What is the traditional way? That's what I want to know. What is the traditional way because when people say that i'm like what bumping into someone at the store is that traditional because it's like uh who said that <laughs> who said that that has to be the traditional way first of all is it church did you know that out of all the different ways on how to meet someone that church was actually the least common way to meet your person like not even five percent of people met in the church you know, the traditional way for us as Christians was either like arranged marriages or, you know, us ladies. It meant like men were like paying our fathers for us. Like <laughs> that's traditional. I'm, I'm sure my daddy would be fine for that. He's he's probably I think my daddy's actually about to pay this man to just go ahead and marry me. Truth be told. But I hear a lot of people say, oh, I want to meet someone the traditional way. What is the traditional way? Like I said, times are changing. You know, it's constantly evolving. So. Nothing is wrong with whatever option you're wanting to go and whatever route. My thing is, first of all, don't put God in a box because you don't know how it can happen. Because I know many God-fearing and God-honoring people that met their spouses online and things are going absolutely amazing. And even if you decide to go another way, cool. My question is, is it working out for you? How are things going? What are you doing to aid and assist the process? 
How are you perhaps holding yourself up? Now, I'm not saying that online dating is the way to go and that everybody should give it a chance. Absolutely not, but I'm saying it can be. Make no mistakes about that. For many people, it, it is a great option, especially, you know, based on maybe your schedule or whatever else. Cool. So nothing is wrong with wanting it to be a non-online manner. But guess what? That means you need to, you know, I don't even have time to get into that. that means you need to like leave the house, be meaningful, be intentional. Think about your appearance. Think about the places that you actually go and frequent. You need to put a little bit of action into it. Show that you're wanting to meet someone that is if you want to, you know, be proactive. And some of you are just like, hey, like it'll happen when it happens. If it's supposed to happen. Okay, well, then I'm not talking to you if that's the case. I'm talking about those who are, again, single and frustrated and they really do want to meet someone. The thing that I really like about online dating is that effective communicators get to really have conversations and they get to know someone um, like without the fuss of other factors. Like, you know, when you end up meeting through someone, it's almost like that's for the longest time, the only thing that you really have in common. So at least when you're online and you get to like really get to know a person from scratch. So there is no like, well, how long have you known so-and-so? Or, well, how long have you been attending Mount Moriah Baptist Church? Like, oh, well, how do you feel about work? And did you hear about what? There's no work talk. It is literally meeting someone from scratch and starting there. And it's like, it's nothing but conversation initially, whether it's texting on the app, you know, whether it's, you know, a couple of days, um, you know, a couple of hours, couple of days, couple of weeks, at whatever point you're comfortable, you know, exchanging phone numbers. And from there, same thing, you know, conversations and eventually dates. But it's like you have all of that time to simply communicate. Mind you, I did say effective communicators because you have to know how to communicate well. Okay. But you get to start from scratch. Like, I love that show. Um, I don't know if any of you watch it on Netflix, Love is Blind. And I love the idea of the pods. You don't get to see them. It is simply conversation. And it's like, it's not even texting or anything like that, but it's simply communication because that is when you start to develop, uh, develop and build emotional intimacy and you start becoming a little bit vulnerable and you start sharing certain things. So that is when you really get to know that person as a person, as opposed to to, okay, I'm trying to figure out it, like going straight into, is this someone I want to be with? What kind of partner is this going to be? No, you just simply get to like a little stress-free and go that way. Now, I know it can be a little bit difficult when we get into the whole DWC, as I call it, dating while Christian. <laughs> Listen, at the root of it all with Christianity and when it comes to dating, it's all about holding on to your morals and your values as a Christian woman. Just because it's online or offline or whatever, you still hold on to what you know to be true and what you know to be right, okay? And yes, there are ways for us to date as Christians. Like I did a whole ebook on it. Have you seen the Getting It On ebook on my site, newthinglifecoaching.com? There is an ebook that is strictly about dating and courting in the 21st century as a Christian woman. God wants your obedience first and foremost. You know, I always talk about Romans 12 too. So we are not going to conform and do what everybody else is doing, okay? So there's nothing wrong with dating as a Christian. There's nothing wrong with online dating as a Christian. What is wrong is the manner in which many of you are doing it, okay? Dating isn't working for many of you for various reasons, and it's because you have complicated dating, especially as a Christian. 
You know, like when we, we go so deep and spiritual, like trying to add Bible to dating when the Bible only talked about marriage and you, you know, and that was pretty much it. Like you claim you want that, but if you don't really understand patience and grace and forgiveness early on, like you're not going to magically change and be an amazing spouse when you get married. Like right now, even in this season as a Christian, you have to have an open mind. A lot of you, you, you have high expectations and I always say have low expectations. I didn't say expect the bare minimum. I didn't say accept the bare minimum. I just said have low expectations. Some of you have, oh, let's see, maybe you've been single for a while or you've dealt with some nonsense. So it's like, now, nope, I expect this, 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 this. I expect a man to come like this. I expect him to reach out to me like this and pursue me like this and Again, have your standards, absolutely. I'm talking about the super high, unrealistic expectations in some cases, and I've talked about that before. I'm not even going deep with that right now. But some of you, I just need you to lower those expectations because when you have those high expectations that are not being met, that is when you're getting more and more frustrated. That is when the pressure is on and you're not even able to enjoy the process of traditional, quote unquote, or online dating. A lot of you have no standards at all. And when I say standards, I'm talking about the duh factors. Like you should want someone who is submitted to God, right? Like, so you should only be dating someone who is also a believer. Like, you know what the Bible says about certain things. So there are certain things that you should not even be making excuses for when it comes to someone's character, when it comes to red flags, the whole nine. A lot of you have no boundaries. You allow anything to fly and anything to go when it comes to what men are saying, what they are doing online and offline. You have to first predetermine what you will and won't accept. A lot of you don't have, as I always say, the PSP list. Like I need you to have preferences, standards, potential. A lot of you have no vision. You know, I did the write the vision workshop a couple of months ago. Like you have to have a vision. A lot of you, you don't know what you want. Or a lot of you, it's like many of you, you do know what you want, but the failure to speak on it and to be honest about what you want is rooted in fear. So it's like, oh, I don't really know what I want. Or it's like, you'll say you want one thing, but you really want another. So it's like you do, but you don't know what you want. Don't do that. Ladies, a lot of you, you need to chill because this was me as well. But a lot of you are trying to tell men how to be men, but no one wants to just be a good woman trusting <laughs> that a good man will see the way that they move in their singleness. A lot of you got some things to work through. Some of you misdiagnose inconsistent inconsistency when it's oftentimes your insecurity speaking. And I'm not trying to be harsh, but again, this was me as well, because it's like, we're like, oh, he's inconsistent. Well, he doesn't do this. Men, they don't, they'll start off good and then they start to slack up and, you know, and then we'll start talking about all of these different things. No, it's just because you're insecure and insecure just means like, I don't know where I stand with that person. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know if he's talking to other people. You know, I have all these questions and sometimes the overthinking will take you all over the place. And now again, something you'll end up saying that something is a man being inconsistent, but it's you being insecure. Some of you often, especially when it comes to online dating, you label things as red flags. Again, when it's, maybe it's just your insecurities because something it triggered something inside of you that you didn't even know was still there. This is why I always say, like, I have to help ladies heal. I need to find out about their household and their habits. I am not a dating coach that is here to help you get a man. I am here to help you do the work so that you can find your match and your person, okay? So all of these things that I just mentioned can be likened to women in general, but I see it a lot among Christian women, and that is problematic. Why? Because we are to be women of the word, 
clothed with humility, grace, tenderness, love. We're set apart, right? We're holy. But then you can't be all self-righteous and doing the most and not simply being who God has called you to be. Now, let me tell you a little secret. Let me say this. I don't even know if I should be sharing this, but when it comes to online dating, I actually run online dating profiles for a few people at a time. Like I have some of my clients where either they don't have the time or they don't know how to do it or they don't want to do it or, you know, whatever. And I, I run the profiles for them, like literally pretending to be them. And I talk to people on their behalf and women pay for this service because they don't have to worry about doing anything incorrectly. And again, I only take on a couple of those each month, but that means I am also now able to, you know, I know enough about this woman. I, you know, like I said, pretend to be her. But of course, the key is I don't allow it to drag on, but for so long. Because after a while, it's like, okay, like, you know, once it, if I realize that a person is, you know, not exchanging numbers or if I, you know, get a little bit of whatever from them, I'm like, okay, this person seems a little shady, shifty, might be a catfish, might be a scammer. Like I can pick up on those things, you know, just being in the field and being someone who did online dating for a while. And, you know, then that person is dismissed and I will never even tell the woman about it. But then, of course, if things are going well, you know, I'm finding out her schedule. And then it's like, well, I'm talking to this man pretending to be her. Like, I'm setting her up on dates. And it's like, boom, women, we, you know, there are any men listeners right now, no offense. But women, we a lot of times we retain information a little bit better. Um, and especially for those who might overanalyze things sometimes. So I can just give a woman a quick little rundown. Okay, so these are some of the things that y'all have talked about, like da-da-da-da-da, so keep this in mind when you go on your first date, have fun, he's going to be taking you out to such and such on Friday, like, and there's that, you know, of course, at some point, then they'll end up exchanging numbers, like, I'm not going to be sitting there talking on the phone and giving out my number and whatever else, but just doing the online dating for them just to kind of help them as far as that is concerned. So, women pay me for this service, but I actually, once before I did it free for a man, for one of my very close male friends... And the part that I loved was that being on there for a man who was looking for a woman means that I got to see the profiles of a lot of you ladies. Well, I say you ladies, I don't think I ever saw like any of y'all's profiles, but I got to see the profiles of women. And <laughs> there are definitely reasons why online dating does not work for some of you. There are many reasons why online dating is not where some of you are very impatient, very, very impatient. Um, being on there again for this guy, I would have some women because, again, you know, it's his picture, his profile and everything like that. I would have some women who they were just sending messages like back to back to back to back, not even giving me, <laughs> quote unquote, a chance to pursue them to even respond to even ask them out it's like y'all know I, I i try to tread so lightly when it comes to that d word but the desperation was there in, in in many cases um with the way that some of the ladies were just oh i was waiting to hear back from you oh well, my day is so much better now that i finally heard from you and i'm just like wow like you've literally only been talking to him online now for like 36 hours and it was just, you know, you could tell that someone was very clean. Oh, well, look, you finally responded hours later. And I'm like, whoa, like, I've already told you what this man does for a living. Some of you are impatient. 
some of you, it's your approach. You know, I've, I've spoken before as far as like your attachment style is concerned um, as to maybe what approach. And when I say approach, I'm talking about the multi-dating approach versus the all eggs in one basket approach. If you are someone who has an anxious attachment style, um, you know, if you know that you're someone who, you know, maybe you typically get preoccupied with your relationship and you're an all-in person, um, and you, you again, get attached to men very easily, then I definitely recommend being someone who dates multiple people at one time. And again, dating is dating. It is going on dates. It is getting to know someone. It does not mean sex or anything physical. It does not mean commitment. It does not mean relationship. It means you are spending time going on a date. So I recommend that for people who have an anxious attachment style or, you know, those ones who they label themselves as being, oh, I'm a relationship person because if you end up doing all eggs, meaning you put all of your eggs in one basket, you will end up getting so caught up with one person and forgetting that the same way that, okay, you might be all eggs, but that man might be multi-dater. And what I've seen some women do is that they'll go and like build this whole fantasy in their head on like, how her and this man are going to be together, how things are going to go and whatever. And all because of a couple of things that this man maybe has said and that she doesn't even realize that they're not even exclusively dating. And in some cases, the man hasn't even like taken you on an actual date. So your approach is going to matter greatly as well as far as you have to know your style, your dating style, your attachment style, how you are with things. Do you understand what dating is? So for some of you, you need to really examine. I know some people, oh, I just, I don't feel like, you know, trying to keep up with all of these different people or all of the energies and whatever else. Well, I mean, I didn't say you have to date 10 at a time, but maybe just like, Three, I don't know, like whatever it is that you can handle, obviously, I'm not saying, you know, get to the point where you're like, forget, okay, now which, which guy is this? And what is, you know, how, where does, where does he live? And what does he say he do for, what does he do for a living? No, I mean, of course, if need be, you can always, you know, once it gets to that point of exchange in numbers, I say, Hey, like you can in your phone, take one of their pictures off the dating site, put it as their, their contact photo. And then there's like most, most contacts, like you have like a little note section where you can go and put, okay, like this is so-and-so, this is his age, this is where he lives, this is how many kids he has, this is the guy who does such and such for a li Like there are ways to do it. Like, you know, I'm, and I'm not trying to, I'm just giving you just different options and ideas. But for some of you, again, impatient, um, your approach, some of you are inactive. It's like you create the profile and it's like you barely even log on. And I'm going to talk about that shortly because I've seen that with many women, like you're hardly ever on. And then it's like two weeks later and it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, I missed, you know, your message. I don't really come on here much. Then why are you on there? Then what is the point? Because the time that, you know, the guy that you match with that you were really feeling and you had a good feeling about, but then you're inactive. And by the time you come back on, maybe he's already connected with someone who actually was active. I don't know. Some of you, you had one bad experience and it's like, nope, never will do it again. Again, I get that. I mean, that trauma can do that in many different forms. So I get if something like absolutely horrendous happen again, you don't have to give it another chance, but don't let one guy who turned out to be whatever 
cause you to say, nope, online dating is from the pits of hell, never again, blah, 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 blah. Especially if you know that deep down you want to try it. Like book a session with me, like let's talk. We can, we can figure some things out so that you can give it another shot, okay? Some of you online dating is not working for you because there are a lot of profile no-nos. And when I say profile no-nos, because these are things that I did myself like 10 years ago when I was doing online dating. But again, when I start working with a lot of my clients and, you know, if I know that they're doing online dating, I always say like, I have to do an audit of your profile. Like if you're working with me, you're paying me. I want to make sure that you are going to be successful. So let me see your profile. And then again, being on there for my friend and seeing the profiles of many ladies, I'm like, look at all of these profile no-nos, poor imagery. It's like the photos, old outdated, heavily filtered, um, either too revealing, but then it's like, oh, but I want a Christian man. Or like some of them are, um, you know, it's you with a whole lot of people. You can't even tell which one you are. Some of you have like a whole lot of face shots and nothing else. Like, I'm not saying that you have to go and bend over and flirt, you know, flaunt curves, nothing like that. But the same way that, you know, a lot of we want to see full body shot, men do as well. It, it is okay for people to have their preferences. So a lot of you poor images and poor imagery, it's why you are attracting the wrong men or no men at all because of the images. And then a lot of you, like your profiles are so negative. Like instead of even having anything about you that shows your personality or anything like that, you have all of these negative disclaimers. Do not message me if you know that you're blip, 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 blip. If you're looking for this, if you, if you're going to do this, if you feel like playing games, if you're, you know, still doing this, I'm not looking for sex and I'm like, you don't message me. Don't even start off by just saying hi. You have all of the things telling men not what not to do. What kind of man do you think is going to want to respond to that? What kind of man do you think is going to want to actually take that serious? Because it's like, okay, I don't even know her. And I see that all she does is complain. <laughs> like, so you have to check your profile no-nos. A lot of you, it is evident that you have been through some things and that you are still scarred either by an, an, you know, an ex that you met in real life or, you know, something from online. And it shows based off of what you actually have put inside of your bio. So definitely work on that. Like you, you 100% have to work on that. Okay. Um, some of you, you don't even engage. You, you don't engage like in anything at all. And I'm just like, what is the point of being on there? You don't swipe. You don't respond. It'll show that you match with someone. But it's like, well, I'm going to wait for him to come to me. I'm going to wait. Why? You both already made the first move and it showed that you, you each liked each other. You were interested in each other's profile. Why can't you just do it? Some of you barely engage. Some of you are expecting too much. It's like you just got on the dating side. You haven't even met the man in person, haven't gone on nan date. Like you haven't even gone on one date with this person, but you want him to make you a priority. Huh? How do you want someone to make you a priority and they don't even really know you? Again, especially seeing as how a lot of people on dating sites, they are talking to more than one person. Now, yes, I do know some people who they got on there, met someone and very, very quickly got off. Okay, cool. But a lot of times it's like, hey, like there, you might have like 15 to 20 different conversations going on. A lot of you, you're wanting to be a priority for someone who doesn't even know you. Someone who doesn't even know what your attitude is like. They don't even know if they might still want to talk to you next week. Like... 
It's like, oh, I expect to be courted. I need a man who is going to, you know, just immediately come through with the whining and the dining and whatever. It's online and they do not know you, okay? Don't expect too much online, especially like week one. Come on, like, let's get it together. And then on the flip side, some of you are allowing your time to be wasted. A lot of you are allowing your time to be wasted. I'll hear women like, oh yeah, like I've been talking to this guy, you know, and I'm just like, no, you're not. But then I'm like, okay, yeah, actually you are. You're like, you're simply talking to someone. Like stop mentioning that you're talking to someone when it's literally online only. Like you can't even say that you're dating this guy. Like, and even if it's not on, maybe y'all are talking offline as far as like you've exchanged phone numbers or whatever, but it's like, okay, but it's, it's been months and y'all still have not seen each other. You have still not met up. You've not gone on a date. Like no, not, you're allowing people to waste your time. This is when people start to get scammed. This is when people start to get catfished because we can talk about catfish in conversations. I don't even see like, actually, I do see how people are still getting catfished and I, I still love watching that show. I see how people get catfished because again, maybe it goes back to, like I said, the show Love is Blind because when you are forced behind a wall or behind the phone line or whatever else and all you have is that conversation, and someone can make you feel so special just with their words. And you can get all giddy and you will end up, <clears throat> before you know it, like all this time has gone by, all because you like their voice, the text messages that they send, the wording that they use. A lot of you are allowing your time to be wasted and online dating is not working for you because you are not intentional when it comes to catfishing conversations. If this person is long distance, first of all, I mean, everyone is different. I know when it comes to long distance and if you are cool with that, cool. But then that means you have to have certain things in order and in place to ensure that you don't get catfished. There should be some video chatting. There should not always be a problem with his camera or the lighting or whatever else or why he can't do it. Like, come on, stop letting people waste your time, okay? Don't do it. Don't do it at all. You got to change up how you do things if you are serious about wanting to meet someone online. Online dating works well for those who know how to work it. And I want to tell you, let me say this before I go. So I'm sure someone, okay, are you going to tell us how to work it? Of course, I'm going to tell you how to work it. Number one, you have to predetermine patience. You have to predetermine, I am going to go into it and I'm going to be patient. You can't get annoyed at every interaction. You can't get annoyed at every passing day where no one has, has asked for your phone number. You can't get annoyed at, you know, the quality of men or whatever else. Like you have to say, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to be patient. I'm going to trust the process and I'm going to understand it might not you know, go the way I want, or it might not happen immediately, but you literally have to be patient because again, you have all of these people who are now on apps and yes, some people are on there for the wrong reasons, but then some aren't. So you're only going to know by being patient. That is how you are going to figure out who's sincere and who's not. It is, you have to give it time. You have to be patient when it comes to even communicating with these men online to determine what has this man done to show me that he even deserves some of my time offline so you have to first say i am going to be patient with this process i'm not going to go in it expecting within one week <laughs> i'm going to be coming off of this app because i've already connected with someone you might and you might not okay two you have to know what you want 
Be very, very clear on what you want. I realized that a lot of times when I would previously go online, I knew that I wanted a relationship, but I did not want to appear to be desperate or whatever else. So I would just say, oh, I'm just looking to casually date, nothing serious. I'm not looking for a commitment right now. So of course I ended up doing what? I attracted a whole lot of men who were like, cool, cause I'm not looking for anything serious either. And I would kind of roll with that and whatever. And it's like, after a while, feelings getting caught. And it's like, my feelings getting hurt. All because I was not honest. And these men were like, look, like we had already said like what this was and what it was not going to be. And then there were times that I knew that I did not want something serious, but I would put that I wanted a relationship all because I didn't want anyone to think that I was on there solely for the sake of sex or hooking up. So I was like, let me just say that I'm looking for a relationship so so men will actually, you know, take me serious and not bring up sex. But then I had some men who were just like, oh, well, I'm looking for the same thing. And they were like moving a little too fast that I was comfortable with at that season of my life. Like already, you know, talking about like me meeting moms and everything like that. So know what it is that you want. And for most of you, it's marriage. So make it clear that you're looking for something serious. Let your actions show that you are looking for something serious, but make sure that you are stating that as well. Like in a lot of these profiles, first of all, or these apps, they'll ask you, what are your intentions? Why are you here? What are you looking for? Be honest. Make it known that you're looking for something long-term, but there are ways that you can also let it be known that you are either, because a lot of them, they have two options where you can say, hey, like I am actively seeking as in like I am being extremely proactive in this season to, you know, enter into a relationship or marriage. Or you can also just say like, yes, I do want to settle down, but I want to go slow. Like it's all about how you communicate with those things. This is where goals come into play. And I say goals because what I tell women a lot of times, I, I, I hate the all of those, the first date questions and the things that people share on social media. These are the things that you should be asking on the first date. No, you should not. Stop interviewing these men. This is why they're getting annoyed because they are realizing that more and more women are coming to the first date, guns blazing with a long list of questions about future children, marriage, and you know how often you pray. Nobody wants to be interviewed like that. Like, don't do that. But this is where goals come in. So I tell women a lot of times, while you're casually dating, ask a man where they see themselves in five years. Five years is always a pretty a pretty safe number. That's a pretty safe um, time frame because five years, it sometimes seems like a long time, but it's really not at all. Um, but if you ask a man, like, where do you see yourself in five years? Listen to the things that he tells you because it is definitely a way to determine if for him, marriage is in the near future or not like you'll find out like is he going to mention anything about a wife or marriage or kids or at least being in a relationship so the same thing also goes for you knowing where you want to be in five years and then you need to carry yourself accordingly and then also make sure that you are communicating that know what you want and you have to have the confidence to state what it is that you want. That is something that we are also doing this month in N2L's class, the Who Am I class, because I wanna make sure that you have the confidence to emerge as a certain person, you know, and a certain woman at the end of the day. So know what it is you want. Three, one of the number one things, you have to have, I always say, a bomb profile. You gotta have a bomb profile, B-O-M-B. -B. The first thing would be, you have to have a brilliant 
bio. You have to have a brilliant bio, and I mean brilliant, like when it comes to the information that you have in there, your personality should literally radiate from your bio. Again, not all the negative disclaimers. Don't be little, you know, yeah, don't be like little negative Nancy with the things, well, don't do this and I don't want this and I don't have time for this. No, let because that just shows that you're bitter. When you have all of those negative disclaimers, that just shows that you're bitter, you've been hurt before and you have not healed from it. But let something show as far as who you are, why you're there, what you're looking for and what some of your interests are. But don't do it in a way where it's like, I'm trying to impress people, so let me change up the way that I talk or use vocabulary that I typically don't. And whatever. Be yourself. Let your personality show. If you know that you are goofy, funny, silly, whatever, show that. If you know that you're typically a pretty serious and uptight person, okay, well then get serious and whatever, but that doesn't mean doing whatever. So your bio, and again, bio is typically, you know, where you get to do that about me section or where it's like, hey, you know, tell us some things to know about you, where you get to fill in your own information. Put your interest in there. Make it some amazing things where someone is like, oh, wow, like she seems cool. I can even tell based on her personality. Oh, wow. Like someone who also likes, you know, old old jazz music or vinyl records, like show those things. The O would be outstanding images. Like I said earlier, some of you, your imagery is off. Your images like are terrible, okay? I need you to have outstanding images. I need you to have a good mix. I always say, yes, you can have one or two selfies. Make sure you also have a recent full body shot where you are dressed the way that you want to be addressed. Try also showing something um, you know, like either something candid or something that's fun, something that shows you in your element, you know, whether it's some type of activity that you enjoy doing, whether it's horseback riding, surfing, wine tasting, dancing, I don't know, but also showing something that, you know, has you in your element as well. Have amazing images, chill out with the filters, okay? Because a lot of us, we have all of these things that we just will not accept when it comes to men, but then it's like, hello, he doesn't even know like, what shade we really are because we are heavily filtered. Like, get it together. Three would be meaningful info. Meaningful info. So it kind of goes back to brilliant bio, but bio is more, you know, just as far as, you know, what you have in there and letting your personality. But make sure that the information that you have on your profile is meaningful. Again, this goes back to knowing your purpose, knowing what you want. Why are you on there? So make sure you have information that is meaningful and that is actually going to get you further along in the dating process where, yeah, you are going to have some men who are going to read the stuff that you have on there that is truth. And for them, it's like, OK, this is not the woman for me. Cool. Why would you even want to be for someone who is not for you? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. So make sure that the information that you have on there, it has a purpose, all right? And then the last B would be brazen assurance. Brazen assurance. And when I say that, I need you to show up, like, just boldly, where it's like, okay, I didn't say, you know, show up and be cocky, but it's like, okay, I'm here, I'm, I'm positive, I'm confident, I know that I'm a good woman. Oh, okay, well, this man, it... I swiped on him and then it showed that we're a mutual match. Okay, if he doesn't respond, guess what? You can reach out and say something as well. It is That is just a matter of you being bold and saying, hey, you know what? I'm I'm being proactive. I'm not going to be fearful. I, I'm going to help, you know, take control a little bit when it comes to my dating life and hopefully what's going to turn into my love life. Just have that confidence and don't be 
timid and that is going to show up in different ways, okay? You can sign up for a site all day, but if your profile is stank, <laughs> like just don't do it. So that bomb profile is what I tell my ladies all the time. Brilliant bio, outstanding images, meaningful info, and brazen assurance. And then the last thing that I would tell you that is also important, because we've already said predetermined patience, know what you want, bomb profile, but I talk about this a lot, especially when it comes to online dating, the time method. The time method. This is the killer for many of you because there's no time being given. And when I say time, I mean this in four ways. Like the T being time, literally. Like I need you to give it a few months. Like I can't, again, this goes back to predetermining that you're going to be patient. You can't say, okay, well, I signed up for a dating site. It's been two weeks. I couldn't do it anymore. Well, then you know what? Then you ain't ready. I need you to chill out. If you only gave it a few weeks or a week, like I got on someone about it like last year. She's like, sis, she's like, I couldn't do it anymore. I'm like, well, sis, didn't you just sign up for this? I know, but I was just, oh, it's like some of the men and I was just getting so, no, that means your expectations are too high. You're already going into it frustrated and annoyed. You're not even giving it time. So I always tell lady, give it at least 90 days at least 90 days. And then the I in time would be invest. Invest. And when I say invest, I need you to invest time weekly. Because online dating, that is something where I need you like a couple of hours each week, you should be logging on. I didn't say a couple of hours a day, but a couple of hours each week you should be logging on. That is going to help as far as your algorithms are concerned. That is going to help you show up. That is going to boost your popularity. It is going to help with many different things. So you need to be showing up on that site and not only investing time, but upgrades are also good as well. So don't hesitate investing money. Because there are some people who are upgraded members on some of these sites and they also have it where it's like, no, only show me other upgraded members. Because they also want to ensure that they are only connecting with people who are serious. And, you know, a lot of the apps, they now have like the compatibility questionnaires and, you know, stuff like that and compatibility reports and, you know, certain information that is locked that you can only see if you are an upgraded member. So keep that in mind. That is something that is, um, you know, and I think like a lot of these apps, it might be like 30, I mean, you know, like anywhere from like 12 to $30, you know, or something like that. Um, so investing is always good. The M would be meaningfulness, meaningfulness. And when I say meaningfulness, I just mean being meaningful in your approach, being meaningful in what effort you're putting in, showing up. Showing up interested, responding when people are talking to you, asking the important questions, not having high expectations from men that you never even met. It's online, okay? So just be a little bit more meaningful with how you do things. And then the E, it would be effort and energy. Again, showing up, 
being intentional, being positive, not the whole, oh, well, I don't even know why I'm on here. Like you're doing them a favor. Like girl, stop. Like put a little bit of effort into it. Put some energy behind it. If it gets to a point where it's overwhelming, there's nothing wrong with saying, you know what? I need to give this a break for a couple of days or a week. That's cool. And then just go back at some point. But this time method, this is a game changer. This is lifesaver. And this is the thing that is killing online dating for many of you. You're not giving it time. You're not investing. You're not being meaningful. And your effort and energy are very, very poor. And one last thing, let me just say this, y'all. Have fun. Y'all are too uptight and serious when it comes to dating. And it's also why you're excuse me, it's also why you're getting very frustrated. Men noticed and they're complaining about it as well, but just enjoy. Dating is meant to be enjoyed. Yes, you should date according to your purpose. Absolutely, whatever that is. But you have to make sure that men know what your purpose is and ensure that you find out his. And the issue is that, um, the issue is that those that know their purpose, you know, for dating is marriage, they often want to find out everything on date number one or two. Like I said, going into it with the interviewing and the long list of questions, no. Like I get not wanting to waste time, I really do. However, ensure that you're having fun and taking the pressure off of you and him and just enjoy while still finding out all you need to know based on the open-ended questions that I tell women to ask. There are much better questions that you can ask to find out information as far as men are concerned. Again, that stuff, it's even in the Getting It On ebook that is right there on my site. Listen, y'all, I am the New Love Strategist and I am a coach that is here to help you win, one that will make you do the work, okay? Now, for specific dating help, visit the site and click on dating help newthinglifecoaching.com forward slash dating help also all product services mentioned in this podcast can be found on the site while you're there subscribe so that you can stay in the know you can also subscribe to this podcast to know about new episodes um, i do the new motivation on monday afternoons and a new episode series airs on wednesday evenings god bless those of you that are financial sponsors again if you are a single christian woman come on into the sas tribe if you want a group of like-minded women on facebook also know that new thing life coaching is on instagram and in closing know that i love you all be blessed and remember we will win.